Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reach Hangout. Today's conversation centers on betrayal and trauma. In other words, we must have the attitude and heart to love our enemies. Yes, y'all, love our enemies, regardless of how we may feel about their character. So let's grab our beverage of choice. For me, it's going to be water, of course, snacks, and a notepad, or go to the note section on your phone for today's episode called Protecting Your Brother and Sister in Christ. Again, today's episode is called Protecting Your Brother and Sister in Christ. So let's get into it. What is the meaning of healing? And how do we decipher what is necessary to heal from or not? Well, healing is making or becoming sound or healthy again. And navigating this process can be conflicting due to the severity of one's actions against you or the events of a situation. And sometimes for the most part, we try not to address the issues because we think that is the best way. Because when we start to address our traumas, when we start to address those betrayals, it places us back in a vulnerable state. But we also know at the same time, when we decide to not handle unresolved issues, they hinder our growth. So as we are healing and processing the acts of betrayal in our life, we don't have to uncover the offender's wrong. And what I mean by that is this, when we are trying to heal, when we're trying to just advocate and vocalize what we have experienced and what we have been through, our truth is not unhealthy manners of underlining and provoking confrontation. Our truth is staying connected with God and allowing him to order our steps and give us the provisions of how to deal with this trauma that has happened to us, how to deal with betrayal that has happened to us. You know, in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 19, it states this, dearly beloved, Avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. So God is saying we don't have to worry about a get back or none of that because God is going to handle that for us. And then when we jump to Luke chapter 6, verse 27 through 28 and 35, it states this, But I say unto you, which here, love your enemies, do good to them which hate you, bless them that curse you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. But love your enemies and do good and lend hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unfaithful and to the evil. Basically, in so many words, 
God does not discriminate with his love because God loves us all. God is the corrector because he is our father, but he does not minimize the love that he has for us. So we should not minimize the love that we have for others. Now, I understand when we're talking about forgiveness, when we're talking about betrayal and trauma, and we have to forgive someone that has abused and violated and destroyed our trust in all capacities, it's hard. It's hard to come by, but it is not our judgment call for their suffering. And I have learned that resenting them does not resolve anything either. Because over the years, my coping mechanism for things that rub me the wrong way, I have always said within myself and to God, well, if I see them in heaven, then I know it's resolved. So I ain't got to worry about them anymore because I know they'll do me right in heaven. Forgetting that people can still do right on earth. Or I may say to God, like, God, can you give me peace about it? But I'm still holding resentment in my heart about that situation, about that circumstance. Because when I have been done wrong, it's honestly kind of hard for me to forgive because I cannot wrap my mind around what just happened. Especially if I know that I had pure intentions walking into something and I'm basically getting burnt at the end of the day. And it's like, you know, you can turn the other cheek for so long. And for me, I'm like, well, God, I'm, I, I don't know what else you want me to do. I'm so tired of turning my other cheek. I know that you said vengeance is yours, but this is really hurting me. This is really putting me through. So to deal with that, my coping mechanism on top of all of those is I just try to erase it. I try to erase that situation from my memory because I don't like to think back or be around things that have caused me internal or external pain. I choose to avoid uncomfortability and confrontation. Because I don't like confrontation and I don't like being uncomfortable, if we just being honest. However, to become the best version of myself, I must forgive and allow God to intervene. So how can I become the best version of myself if I'm not consciously choosing to forgive, if I'm not allowing the opportunity for forgiveness to be in the midst, if I'm always shutting down and removing myself every time I feel uncomfortable, every time I feel betrayed, anytime I have dealt with trauma, I just shut myself down. And, you know, for most of us, that is a coping mechanism. Like I'm just shutting down because I have been doing that for years and God has been really revealing to me that I cannot shut down. This is not a season or any other part of my life I need to shut down. I need to continue to be present. I need to continue to heal and I need to continue to become the best version of myself and allow God to do what he is doing in my life while God is doing the healing, while God is doing the keeping. I must continue to love my enemies because it is easier to love on someone who loves you back. We can do that all day, but it is fulfilling to love on those who dislike you. It's a different perspective when you can love on someone who truly, you know, in your heart of heart, do not care for you. 
And we all have been through something in our lives that shifts our mindset and wants to change our character and makes us say within ourselves, I don't care for nobody who harms me. But we shouldn't allow that to carry so much weight in our life. We shouldn't allow the actions of others to carry so much weight in our life to the point that we make it become our identity. So I'm not a child of a king. I'm trauma. I'm not a child of a king. I'm betrayal. That's not our identity. That's not who God has called us to be. And that's definitely not who God made us to be. In my life currently, I have been really trying to be intentional. I have been really trying to give people grace. And honestly, like I said previously, that's kind of hard for me to do because when I have been done wrong and I become in a state of hurt, it's really hard for me to look past my hurt and to allow myself to heal. So I have been really trying to be intentional and say within myself, like, no, I'm going to give this person grace because there has been moments in my life where I needed that extension of grace as well. So it's not just one sided of, oh, it's them, it's them, it's them, it's them, it's them. I also need to worry about me, focus on me, heal what's within me. Because if I'm so fixated on the faults and the things that that person did to me, how can I become who I am called to be if I'm so focused on everything but that? We must be mindful and be intentional of what we may speak or what we may do towards others because we are all in stages of growth and healing in our life, regardless if people make it known, regardless if they don't make it known. We are all in phases and stages in our life where we're trying to grow in different parts and different sectors to become fully evolved in our desires, especially within God. And we also must understand that when we walk in our forgiveness, when we walk in the power and the authority of Christ to not breeze past that situation, because we know that God just wants us to forgive and we shouldn't carry hate on our hearts. So it's like, okay, fine. I forgive you because with quick forgiveness, it can evoke residual anger and have us navigating in our flesh and not the spirit of God. Not walking in God's presence, not walking in God's spirit causes us to bleed all over people unnecessarily and just create this trail of destruction because we cannot let go of what has happened to us and we just blame everybody for our faults. We blame everybody for what has happened to us and we have this victim mentality. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with saying you are a victim because if you are a victim, that's what you are. But like I have said previously, we shouldn't make that our identity. We shouldn't allow the enemy. We shouldn't allow the world 
the satisfaction to define us because no one can define us but the Lord. So I don't care what may come my way. I don't care what you try to speak over me. If it is not what God has spoken over me, if it's not my birthright, if it's not my purpose, I'm not going to allow it to seep within me. I'm not going to allow that helpless situation in my life, that helpless moment in my life to carry with me the rest of my life. I'm not carrying it with me for the rest of my life. I am going to move forward. I am going to try my best to become healed in the Lord and be the overcomer that God has called me to be because that is my identity and that is my purpose. And I'm not saying when we talk about love your enemies that you have to be all buddy, buddy, and this is your best friend. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you can be cordial and you can interact with someone. Or if someone brings up a prior situation that could have rubbed you the wrong way in that moment, you can look at that or be reminded and not go down this rabbit hole of vengeful thoughts. And we all know what vengeful thoughts are because let someone bring up somebody's name or let someone bring up a situation. Our response is like, mm. or we don't even have to say mm. within our heart of hearts. We just like, mm. or our facial expressions can show, man, I don't really care for you. And we shouldn't be like that. We shouldn't allow trauma to scope us into hate. But we should use that to magnify ourselves in the Lord and say to ourselves that this is only bringing me closer to my purpose. This is only bringing me closer to my destiny. And I know God has something greater in store for me. And I'm just going to place it in his hands and not do it myself. Because when we start moving on our own and in our own way, it gets real messy real fast. When we give it to God, those situations, those circumstances, those people who did us wrong, it's not going to be messy when God handles it. It's not going to be messy on our end. It's not going to be messy on their end. It's going to be peace in the midst. And the trauma that we once had to deal with, that we are now healed from because we allow ourselves to give it to God. It won't be reflected into the generations of our family because when we don't heal from those things, we carry it in our generation and we project it onto others. Even though we said within ourselves, when I get older or if I ever was in a situation like that, I would never do that to someone. But we subconsciously project it onto others. Why? Because we're not fully healed. We have to love our enemies, y'all. And, you know, I, I use this excuse when I'm trying to heal. Well, God, I'm not Jesus. <laughs> I, I can't forgive like Jesus. And God is like, but you're my child. And I embedded in you forgiveness. So you can forgive it's just a decision that we have to make to not allow what people have done to us in the past to affect us in our present and in our future. When we heal correctly, when we allow ourselves to heal correctly, God will place the right people and opportunities in our life to embrace us. 
We may, you know, be in a season of friendships where we're iffy about because none of our friendships panned out the way that they were supposed to. God will bless you with intentional friends. God will bless you with those purposeful friends. Or you may say, God, you know, I'm seeking for a spouse. And every time I'm in this dating pool, it doesn't go like I want it to go. God will send you your purpose mate. And that's where I am in the season of my life where I have to let go and place everything in God's hands and not let old things bother me in my present because I don't want it to bother me anymore. I want to be healed. I want to look back on it and say, okay, that happened, but that's not where I am today. I'm in a place of healing. I'm in a place of growth. I'm in a place of peace. And I know God has abundance for me. So let's choose to heal properly. Let's choose to put our best foot forward every single day, even when we may feel that that situation doesn't deserve our time. It doesn't deserve our energy, nor does it deserve the best of us. You know, protecting your brother and sister in Christ is a major stage of healing that sometimes we can forget. Sometimes we think, yes, it's about us internally, but we also have to hold ourselves accountable for external things as well. So we have to hold ourselves accountable for the interactions that we have. And we have to say, I'm going to still love on you regardless. So I'm not going to say, you know, the actions and words of people mean nothing. They're meaningless. No, that's not true, because that's why God tells us to be mindful of what we speak out of our mouths and what we say to one another. So I'm not going to say, ignore what was spoken unto you. That's not what I'm going to say. Because words matter, but don't allow the character of someone to disrupt your foundation in Christ, to disrupt your foundation in your peace. Don't give them that authority. Don't give them that power because they don't have a stronghold over you. You are no longer bound to that situation. You are no longer bound to that circumstance. I am a witness that you can love the hate out of someone. You can love the person and dislike what they do. So don't view them as that action. View them as a soul. View them as someone who is still growing and healing and say, I'm not going to allow that to bother me because I still love you. And if nothing changes in the expectancy that you think is going to change, Still give it time, still love on them because everything happens in the appointed time and season that God will allow. So allow God to handle that. He He will handle it. OK, so we don't have to figure out how we can, you know, change a person. We can't change nobody. We can be an influence, but we can't change nobody. So allow God to do the changing Allow God to do the gleaming, the pruning, the restructuring in someone's life and even your own. Continue to be cordial. Continue to not store away hate in your heart. And remember that forgiveness is not a to-do list item for being a child of God, but forgiveness is necessary to be able to thrive and focus on the calling over our lives. So before we go, I really want to pray for you guys. So bow your head. 
God, we just thank you for being our heavenly father. We thank you for being the keeper. We thank you for being a protector. We thank you for being a way maker, God. We thank you for being a provider. God, we come to you with heavy hearts, heavy minds, heavy souls, God, and we just want to lay it all down to you. We want to lay it all down to you at the cross, God. God, we want to lay down to you our doubts. We want to lay down to you our worries. We want to lay down to you our traumas, our pain, those secret things that you know that we carry within our hearts, God. We don't want to deal with it no more. We don't want to deal with the combativeness anymore. We don't want to deal with the hurt anymore. We don't want to deal with this pain anymore. So God, we come to you with the pureness of our heart, seeking and asking that you remove the pain, that you remove the hurt, that you remove the trauma, and you just place healing and peace in the midst. We pray that you just continue to guide us and mold us and make us and help us to love our enemies, God. Help us to have a mind and a heart to do right by you. God, just please continue to move, God. Please continue to do what you said that you were going to do in our lives, God. And help us to be able to listen, God. Help us to be able to have an obedient spirit in you, God. Help us to not become distracted. Help us to not be overtaken by our flesh. And I bind the hands of Satan right now, God, that tries to come in to steal, kill, and destroy and to bring discourse upon your people. He does not have the last, nor the first, nor the middle say so, because God, all the glory belongs to you. The feet has already been written upon him. The feet has already been spoken against him. And God, we have already received the victory in you. So God, we're speaking victory now in every aspect of our life. Life, where it requires healing, where it requires growth, where it requires walking in you, God, we speak the victory, we speak the dominion, we speak the authority, and we speak the sound mind that you have given unto us. So God, we love you, we honor you, and we adore you. And every person that is listening to this prayer under the sound of my voice, God, and who is connected to them, God, just continue to cover them, work in them, work through them and just hear their heart's desires, God. Because God, you said in your word, you will answer our heart's desires, God. So please answer them. Please give us the confirmation that we seek in you. Please allow us to continue to be a vessel. Please allow us to continue to be a good child to you. And God, just help us overall, God. You know the things that we carry. You know the things that torment us. You know the seen and unseen. So God, please continue to order our steps in you because God, we are your children. We are your vessels and we love you. We honor you and we adore you in Jesus mighty name. Amen. And that's on period. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share your special thoughts in the comment section, share slash tag a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Your girl is on the podcast and make sure your post notifications are on to know when the next episode drops. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking and commenting so I know that you found me. And be on the lookout because I am dropping my spring break weekend type video. I did so much. I had so much fun. And all of my socials will be linked in the description box below. 
if no one has told you this today, I love you, God loves you, and Jesus loves you too. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must remember the end game on here is to grow to be the best versions of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with who? With God, y'all. I love you, SBCs. And until we meet again, bye.